Welcome to Soul Journeys and to the Kriya Yoga teachings of Swami Sri Yogi Satyam. Within two years of his experience in medical school in India, Guruji, as he likes to be called, realized that Kriya Yoga is the highest medical science. Guruji leaves his ashram in Allahabad every year to teach Kriya around the world, including here at John Carroll, the Jesuit Catholic University in Cleveland, Ohio. It was here that he allowed for this extensive interview about his teachings and about his life. This interview was recorded in Pepper Pike, Ohio in July 2009. Swami Sri Yogi Satyam, welcome to Cleveland. It is a pleasure to have you for this opportunity to inquire about Kriya Yoga. Why is the practice of Kriya Yoga meditation so very important in your estimation? Because it is our nature. Practicing Kriya Yoga is called finding our true nature. Our true nature is searching the quickly all power, knowledge, peace and joy. When you practice it, you get it. Therefore, it is very important for all and everybody likes to listen sincerely. When you say it's our nature, isn't just living our nature? The nature means the nature of human being, not the external nature. Our human nature is to realize the ultimate truth. That there is no distance between me and God. This is our real nature. We are searching that oneness. And this practice brings that But we are very busy in this lifetime. We have education to acquire, uh, spouses to marry, jobs to have us provide for our children, and problems that come along the way. Do you mean that we should learn this practice to become part of what our nature is all about as we grow older, or can we also learn to do this during our formative years when there are so many obligations and duties in our lives? When we practice in the young, then we fulfill our obligations in the best way. When our marriage is best, our job is best, our work is best, our all are the best when we practice in the young age. But when we practice little in grown-up age, you can say older age, before that we are having all problems, problems with the marriage, problems with the job, problems with the living. Therefore, practicing from very beginning means avoiding all problems in advance. And for the beginning student, the beginning individual who seriously wants to learn this practice, what is the first thing they should be aware of? Yes, all children are having that thought they can do anything in the world. Slowly, slowly, they are trained by the family members, by school members. Oh, you are not good, you are having learning disability. Oh, you are grading A, B, C. Like this, we remind them again and again that you are not good, you are not good. But each and every children from the childhood, they have thought they can do anything. And when they get clear from the very beginning, they hold that thought. That thought never disappears. Then they do much better what we can imagine. And I notice in your classes that there aren't too many children. Most of the people here in Cleveland, anyway, are in middle age to young middle age. And these people have already acquired years, if not decades, of others telling them they're not very good. And they have lots of bad habits to overcome. Can they realistically learn this practice of creation? Yeah, actually, when you practice, automatically we get all power to 
get rid of all habits. Usually, even I found that chronic smokers, chronic alcoholics, and who are taking everyday sleeping pills, they get rid of all habits. It doesn't take long time. If they listen sincerely, they want to get rid of them. And you say they'll get this power. Where does this power come from? It is from inside. Power is everywhere. Our This body is able to suck that power through the medulla area. Therefore, this is called the mouth of God. This is like antenna. From this cosmos, this power is entering inside, then going outward in the process of sense perception, reasoning, and mental activity. And when we learn to trip that power and we try to store inside head and spinal cord, then we awaken what is called the sleeping wisdom centers in our head and spine. And you say it's like an antenna. What is yeah. it that it's drawing to it from the outside? It is just the intelligence. Cosmic intelligence, it is having the power to create anything, to do anything. That is the power which nature is eternal peace, eternal joy. It is the same element which is having the power to become all. You frequently say during your lectures here in Cleveland, and I'm sure everywhere, over and over again, that when you practice this form of meditation, you're, you're very much residing in the ocean of knowledge. When I'm in the ocean, and knowledge is all around me, it's one thing. How do I get that knowledge into me? Because we are having our conditioning that uh, knowledge is not in me. Knowledge is present in the book or in the lecture what we listen. But when we turn off the all senses and concentrate on self, then we realize it is within everything. When we realize the whole knowledge is within, then immediately realize that within has become atom also. Then we realize atom is also the source of knowledge. The atom. As we get the cell phone, computer technology, wireless, it is all atomic energy. But we get that knowledge only when we find first within. Is it like osmosis or assimilation? Does it just all of a sudden manifest itself one day? It is not all of a sudden. This is called the gradual awakening. Just a seed is there, seed is sprouts, then become little small plant, then bigger, then bigger, then big tree, then flowering, then fruit comes. When fruit comes, it is not the spontaneous, it is in process from the sprouting up to that end. I know you have an extensive background in science. You were a medical student in India, and yet your answers and your comments reflect the knowledge that comes from other sources. You often say that you can't learn alone through books or through listening to discourses. Actually, real knowledge of the scripture it comes from inside. All the science knowledge are the branches of the scriptures. Just as the knowledge, I and God are one. Here God means the complete unit of power and knowledge. And whatever I exist, it is always one with that. And how to get that when I learn how to concentrate on I. And where is the I? I has become this visible form first. Then never try to concentrate outward, just try to feel yourself more and more. Then you start getting more idea from inside, more thoughts inside. Is this called intuition? Yeah, intuition. There's a friend of ours, Guruji, in Columbus. She's a middle-aged woman a lawyer who had a near-death experience, and she's written a book about her experience. In brief, it's as if she had a download of cosmic knowledge and cosmic awareness, and she wasn't even spiritual to begin with, but her book's very much a revelation of information that she couldn't possibly know otherwise. Is that what you're talking about <coughs> when we're in this ocean of knowledge and we're serious? Actually, and intuition is called the complete awareness of truth. <clears throat> Just I see you with my eyes. Eyes are not able to see you perfectly clearly. There is some flaw. Then I use my all senses to touch, mm -hmm. to hear you. Then I try to think about you. Then I imagine about you. I put a logic about you, but still I fail to understand you. Therefore, I need the something dif different than that. That different, it is called the single eye, third eye, intuition. That is called the voice of the soul. Some people call it the heart. Yeah, some people call it heart, but they think this is the heart, not this heart. Heart is called, which is present, the consciousness inside medulla, which controls this heart. In spirituality, heart is different. And we have translation wrongly. 
and we accept that this pumping machine is the heart. It is not. Far from it, probably. Yeah, it is very far. So this uh, third eye, this this part of the the physical anatomy that is the opening to God, uh, you're saying that all the information that exists is already there. And is it like we're removing blocks to realize what's there so that we can see it and feel it ourselves? Yeah, it is, we are moving the blocks in that way, you can say. Moving blocks is a process of divine war, divine struggle, divine fight. What is described in the scriptures, a different kind of war, that is not the external war. That is the internal fighting with the ego and habit and the all process of attachment, aversion, anger and lust. This is what we face during practice. Slowly, slowly, when all are shifted away, then we start realizing our true self. Guruji, you've come to us here in Cleveland, Ohio, USA, all the way from, from India. What about those serious students who want to know and practice Kriya Yoga for whom there is no convenient Kriya Yoga master available? You're going to be here and leave in a few days. And what about those people who might see this video who want to seriously learn it, but they're not near any master? In reality, if anybody wants to know anything, they get it. Ultimately, whole system is computerized, you know. If you want to know, you will be placed the place where it is. It is automatic process. The regime power can't understand it. So if I'm having real love from, for you, you may be on the moon. I will reach there or you will come here. It happens automatic process. It's sort of like when the student's ready, the teacher appears, the master uh, yeah, appears. This is, this is already, you know it. <laughs> when everything ready, then happens. If I'm hungry, food will come. <laughs> if it were only that simple. <laughs> it is really simple. How will a person's life change by Kriya Yoga? Just you practice, you feel change, and you become the change. It is very simple, just you drink water and thirst is gone. Then how thirst is going by drinking water? Just drink and feel it. To explain its beauty disappears. When you feel it, it beauty exists. Explaining then you have to explain osmosis, then end osmosis. There's so many things on the scientific terms that become like a mathematical. You are a scientist and you describe often Kriya Yoga meditation as a science. How is it a science? Science means what you can explain systematically and you can hand over to anyone. This is called the scientific knowledge. So you're saying there is a systematic yeah, explanation? systematic explanation, and you can hand over to anyone. They can practice the same, they can get the same. At the risk of repeating myself, then what is the systematic explanation for that? That I'm trying to give it, but time is very little. <laughs> I'm trying to give it. You can whet our but. appetite a little bit, because I have a feeling that in addition, for those of us who are here present with you, this video will be seen by people who are totally new to Kriya Yoga, who will want to learn those steps. So should they consider finding a teacher of Kriya Yoga if they want to pursue Actually, everything we need teacher. If you have to learn the, lang if you have to learn the language, the parents are the teacher, family members are teachers from very beginning. We learn everything from others. Maybe we are in bond master, still we need this for maybe a few years. Just as Jesus Christ, he was not available from the age of 12 to 30. He was with the astral masters. Like Yogananda came, he was realized from the childhood still he has to live 12 years with Samhita surgery. Did Jesus Christ uh, learn Kriya Yoga? Yeah, he, was, he taught only Kriya Yoga. And I he teach only the Bible. And he, each and everything what you learn from the Bible, you can practice, you can feel it. Mm -hmm. Complete science. Bible is the very easy and very complete science. My wife Jody and I have been attending uh, daily your classes here in Cleveland. They're fascinating. They're wonderful. They're completely surprisingly uh, revealing to me. And I feel like I'm, because you repeat yourself many times on purpose in order for us to get into the habit of practicing Kriya Yoga correctly. Uh, and I appreciate that because I'm a slow learner and I need that. You're a good teacher. My question is, though, is it necessary in addition to your teachings for an individual to be initiated in the Kriya Yoga? Actually, initiation, even first uh, coming to the class is initiation. It is a different kind of initiation. But when you become a regular practitioner, 
then we need little deeper technique. That we have named initiation. And we get on an airplane and go to India to learn that, yeah. correct? In India, I have made a home for you. Yeah, you have to come. <laughs> you said last night house. it's free. Once we get there, it's free. Did, did, were yeah. you kidding with us? Or? No, it is really free. I made a law wherever I stay, everything should be free. In Kishnari, you go, which is North America Center, there is no entry fees. <laughs> last night during class, you said you should never have any thought that is not good. Is this Kriya Yoga? This is called the entry into the class. Yes, we need some passport to enter into the class. Mm -hmm. If you want to learn Kriya, this is the first thing. Never have any negative thought about anything. First, not about self also. That I am weak, I can't do this, I can't do that. My fate is not good, my stars are not good. This is also negative talk. So these young children you were talking about, whose teachers tell them they're not good, whose parents tell them they're not good. Yeah, I'm very much against in this. How do they get rid of that? Oh, I'm there, don't worry, I will root it out. <laughs> I'm determined to spread this message that we should never teach it. And how can a person stop negative thoughts about other people who harm them? Just by this practice automatically it stops. And slowly, slowly we are progressing very fast. Within 20, 25 years, we will be in the same very high thought. Our person will be in very good position. In your talks here in Cleveland, I'm going to repeat myself a little bit because it's so powerfully intriguing to me. You repeat over and over again that as you remind yourself and focus on your head-to-toe existence and all the workshops, which I believe is a wonderful term to think of all the processes going on 24 hours a day, seven days a week for your whole lifetime inside of you, that this will lead you all by just by focusing, by concentrating on this, this eternal uh, consciousness to the ocean of knowledge. Uh, if any person don't do anything only, concentrate on head to toes. Concentrate on self and learn to accept the self that it is the most important thing what I have. I have everything that everything exists in this form. Slowly, slowly, everything starts opening from inside, one by one, one by one, and we become very peaceful, very joyful. But sometimes in this, when we are alone, then we are lost, we feel many changes, then we are not understanding what is this, then we discuss with somebody, or the other get confused, then they create more confusion, then we go to the, some doctors and say, something happening in my head, that they give some pills, just sleep more <laughs> like this. In fact, if you don't have any fear with ourselves, concentrate on it and accept it. Whatever is present inside, I'm not able to feel it. When I start feeling it, I get fear. If we remove all fear from the self, have complete oneness with the self, then self is the book of eternity. Concentrate on head to toe. Sometimes your simplest explanations are extremely difficult for some of us. What does it mean to concentrate on head to toe? Therefore, I see many sentences, increase awareness of head to toes, try to feel it, try to be with this. Is that the purpose of the it, stretches? And accept it, try to love it. I say the same thing in different styles. So that we keep our focus, our yeah, concentration. Yeah, focusing in the different dimension. When I say concentrate on head to toes, then we don't understand. Then locate head to toes. I don't understand. Accept yourself. If I don't understand, increase tension, low to medium to high, then relax. I don't understand. Then feel whatever. Where is your leg? Where is your toes? I say the same thing in different ways. So that we practice the yeah. practice yeah, self-awareness. Yeah, yeah. And in yeah. that self-awareness yeah. comes the ocean of knowledge yeah. to us. Self is the ocean of knowledge. Okay. Each and every point, take any microscopic part of the self, it is having also enough knowledge. You say often to give up, we have to give up our dislikes, which is easy to do, and our likes. Why our likes? I want to say that let us accept a different concept other than likes and dislikes. Next concept, accept everything, be with that. Because when I say that sometimes leave what you like, don't practice likes and dislikes. Okay, I like, I can leave something which I dislike, but when I like, I can't leave it. Then try to understand different way. Be with that. 
accept everything. The aim is the same, to be with the self. That is the key point. In that we use different and different language so that they, they can get anything. And when you say so that you can get anything, you also mean to eradicate your fear, to become prosperous, to be able to sleep at will, to be able to have no problems, to be able to heal your body of sickness. Yeah, automatically. Yeah. Do you mean that literally yeah, yes, on yes. all those no, levels? Every, everything, everybody can heal themselves completely. If there are any intense problem of any kind, any suppose that cancer is there, and it is proven fact that cancer is healed in Calgary, and one is under practice of yeah, by this practice, ginger kins, mm -hmm. and five medical file is there complete. One file is with me, one is with her, and two persons are under treatment. Their cancers are in suspended state. Mm -hmm. It is not healed, but it is controlled in India completely healed. This is all the medical files which are available. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about that. And the same about psychological disorders, depression. Yeah, uh, that goes very quickly. Very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and fear, which is the a psychological disorders, when it becomes gross, then it takes time. Gross. When thought materializes into the solid, then to remove that, it takes time. When immediately in thought level, you can remove easily. And one factor that I believe is with most people, most of the time, is fear. How can fear? Fear is because of that I don't love myself. I'm having fear with my changes. And I'm having something feeling in my head, I'm having fear there may be cyst or tumor here. And I should have better thought what is called the pain is called the life. When you understand that in all over body, whatever changes I'm having, this is called the changes, flow of the life, flow of knowledge, flow of power, then fear will not be there. We are confused with our own self, therefore there is fear. And the big message that you bring to the people of Cleveland is to make the effort to achieve nonviolence. Do you mean nonviolence in the outside world or nonviolence for the individual? When nonviolence is inside, then we can practice outside, otherwise not. When I'm having the nonviolence thought inside, if I do not like myself, this is the first violence, then I will not like you. And if I, I want to many things remove from myself, then I will remove anybody. Therefore, first nonviolence should practice within our own existence, then it is automatically spreading in external universe very easily. When I do not like myself, this is the first violence. Yeah, this is the first I violence. I don't think I've ever heard it expressed that way yeah. before. And you believe that people through this practice can learn to like, accept, forgive, and Everything. bless very, themselves. Very easily. In this practice, most important thing, the person thinks always, I'm the humble servant to all. There is no concept that I'm bigger than anyone. Through this practice, we feel that we are part of one body. I'm not separate from you. I cannot live away from you. This is the what complete unity we realize. Then everybody feels secure and nobody feels lost that I will be just uh, forgotten by someone. No. In this, there is eternal unity. Guruji, I'd like to ask you a very uh, different question. What kind of a little boy were you? I'm a little boy, yes. I understand. <laughs> what kind of a child were you? That you can ask from God. He told me not to explain it. He did. Oh. That makes it very mysterious. Yeah. Well, you really he told that mysterious mystery. <laughs> Otherwise, beauty disappears. Which form of God told you that? He told me not to reveal him. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me approach it from an indirect way then. Have Actually, you ever... it will happen automatically. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, then it sounds like you always had a, a lifelong interest in spiritual inquiry, spiritual... I think this is my hobby of the inborn. <laughs> and that hobby become my complete workshop. And what I have studied, that becomes supporting things. Who became your teacher for Kriya Yoga? My teacher, who was my teacher of the past life, he is the same. Lahiri Mahaseya? Yeah, he is Amitishagiri. Did he come in the physical form to teach you? They are powerful. They can come any time, but they told me not to reveal it. I will reveal before I leave. Before you leave this earth or before yeah. you leave Cleveland? Before I leave, <laughs> not Cleveland. Before I, before I leave to Astral Universe. 
Why not now? You see, Yogananda explained his meeting with Babaji in 1946. Yes. Not before that. He met in 1920. So he waited all those But, years. No, he, he told not to reveal, otherwise I will lose the purity. The six years before I can reveal died. only if anybody can surrender completely to the Kriya Yoga. I'll surrender completely And if I can do. hear this. Okay, then come <laughs> India. Come India. <laughs> I'm India and I'm going, to, as, as we, I'm going to give the whole India center to you, come. <laughs> <laughs> If I surrender to yeah. I, I asked this question only because of Yogananda, who, who explained over and over and over in his wonderful writings, many books, but especially an autobiography of a yogi, that his teachers came to him over and over again from Babaji. To, he told in autobiography he cannot reveal the mystery. And he told me also not to reveal. I can reveal it before when I started leaving it. Then before two, three hours, I will interpret autobiography again. A couple of questions about Kriya Yoga, its origin. I'm always led to believe that uh, Babaji revealed it in 1861 uh, 51. 51. 51. 51. to Lahiri Mahaseya and then to Sri Yukteswar and Yogananda and Hariharananda and all the students of Uh, who have continued it down through the ages. Did I hear you say last night that uh, Krishna may have been the origin of Actually, this? Krishna was before, Ram was before, and that before was many others, Prahlad like this. It is just any time when you are tuned with the truth, then Kriyoga appears. So this could be one of the oldest practices on the face of the earth. This is, I think, the only teaching appearing in different form, just as we human beings appear in different faces in each life. The same, it is the same teaching and explained by the masters and it changes according to the language and expression of the time. But teaching is the same. I would like to ask you a, a sensitive question about this because uh, uh, we have been attracted to Eastern study and spirituality for many, many years and we've come across other practitioners and teachers and masters of Kriya Yoga, the practices seem so different from one another. Your practice versus another practice. What accounts for the difference? Therefore, we must see the lineage and effect of practice. Mm -hmm. When Yogananda demonstrated the highest effect of practice, victory over death. Victory over death. Yeah, then nobody should follow anything else and nobody is a higher teacher than him. Then anybody is following Yogananda, exactly the same. It is acceptable, otherwise we are just mm -hmm. delaying the way. As we delayed here a few minutes, we lost in the scenic vision here and there. <laughs> we, my wife and I, have had the pleasure several times to be in the ashram in Encinitas. And this last time we visited, we went to the cottage, which is open on Sundays, where he did much of the writing for Autobiography of a Yogi, and it felt very, very special. Was his purpose in coming to the West because of his teacher, Sri Yukteswar, simply to share this ancient teaching? Yukteswargiri was having intuitive perception of the many persons who are very great. And living in the Western, they want direct contact with the spirituality. But they cannot come here, somebody has to go there. And Yukteswargiri planned many times to go, but he was very busy in India in different style. Then Mahatar Baba just find Yukteswargiri right person to help Yogananda to send west. This is what happens. If a student becomes successful at the practice of Kriya Yoga meditation, does that take the place of prayer or is prayer simply rendered not necessary? Prayers, the Kriya Yoga meditation is called the deepest prayer, an active prayer. In the prayer we say simply, we repeat and we say, in this we get that. And we say, God, just help me. In this practice, you see, God, I have no distance with you. It is, I receive your help in each moment that is flowing in the form of being, which I feel. This is called more deeper devotion in God, that we are not blaming you, you are not helping. We are receiving his help in the different style. Therefore, Kriyaga meditation is called the very active prayer. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Yeah. Uh, Yet it takes a lifetime, maybe many lifetimes for some of us. No, in one lifetime we get it. We get it. 
when we think it will not get, then we, if that person is powerful, then it will not get it. Because when we, what we say, we, we get it. You were mentioning last night that so many practices <laughs> that you have learned through your ocean of knowledge about living a healthy life, about what to eat, about what to drink, about the frequency of meals, the duration. All of these are very, I found them overwhelmingly technical, almost like I have to go back to school to learn how to eat properly, drink properly. Yeah. Sometimes I feel that I smile. <laughs> and you can say that in that I am also a child, because when I meditate, I am also learning like kid many things. First thing, how to speak in each class when audience are different. I see. Then I am kid there, right? you know, mm -hmm. and I learn from all who are sitting there. Therefore, each and every person is a kid at the same time and is a grown-up at the same time. Both. Because you have to be depending on who's there. Yeah. We are part of it. When I asked you the other day after class, I'd like you to repeat your answer that it seemed that what you were talking about, that we have to give up our likes and dislikes, it seemed very similar to giving up judgment. And you said, no, it wasn't the same as not being judgmental. Giving the judgment, judgment is the power dedicated to God. God is only the, who can give the judge, judgment. Judge is the only God. God means when we attain this state, when we realize the ultimate truth, then we can judge what is correct, what is incorrect. Here I wanted to say because language is imperfect. When I say just uh, get away from this living style lives and dislikes, then again I repeat it. Practice to be with that. To then be I, the observer, to yeah, observe yeah, it. Yeah. Then again I repeat, accept everything. It is the same thing I want to say in different style, because language is imperfect. Then we have to say many dimensions in different way. Mm -hmm. Then in order to make them feel what I say, then I give practice. Then I give practice again and again in different dimensions. Then the same sentence what I have spoken 20 years before becomes clear now. <laughs> it's like some of the books I read many, many times and finally after yeah. the 12th reading, I, yeah. I get it, I understand yeah. it. To make this particular video useful to newcomers, to anybody, I know you said it would take a long time. Can you give a brief overview of the form of the practice of Kriya Yoga meditation? In this practice, we do some standing steps, which I didn't explain here. Generally, it is having 42 steps. If somebody can stand and practice, that is how to start it. Then there is sitting practice, what we are doing. Then there is more variety of sitting practice, which, which we change it again and again. Then there is a next practice, what is initiation. Which is, takes you deeper. Initiation, yeah, that takes deeper. And say something about the breathing practice in the, in the form of teaching you've provided for us here in Cleveland. Yeah, that breathing, I'm explaining here breathing a little differently. Mm -hmm. Breathing, I'm giving it, and Saturday, Sunday, I will explain it a little more deeper about breathing. And I will explain the science of pain, and that I will explain breathing. Actually, whole body is condensed breath. When you are, we are small, at the same time, body is expanding, contracting, then it is growing. When you stop it, then growth is stopped. Just there are bricks and some other things. Keep on adding, you will find wall. When you stop adding the bricks, you will not find wall. In the same way, the expansion, contraction, which we call breathing, and it when it keeps on going, then body starts growing. Then head to toes is called condensed breath. It is very deep science. Uh, having been blessed uh, <coughs> to travel to India, to visit some of the ashrams there over the years, we've become aware of a concept that's relatively new in the West, Advaita, oneness with God. Is it safe for me to conclude that that's what Kriya Yoga is all about, realizing that you are one with God, that you are yeah, God? Yeah, this is the, we are realizing that oneness with God. When we see that God is away. God is not listening. I have to pray. I have to request God to fulfill my dreams. Then Kriyoga practice makes us realize there is no distance between self and God. It means 
we have everything we are not knowing it practicing kriyoga opens our eyes to realize this that everything we have and in what form that we experience in head to toes and what is that this is the ocean keep on concentrating on it as you see the with the eyes then microscope compound microscope then electronic microscope all view changes then intuition microscope then we find it is ocean this is the way then we start loving god really and we feel it is oneness god cannot leave this is what practice means your final comments about the importance of more people in more countries around the earth becoming exposed to the benefits of kriya yoga yeah this is future is going to be completely charged with the kriya atmosphere then war will stops are we will reduce weapons will be neutralized will not be any atomic bomb all money will be used for the welfare of the plants animals human being this is going to be future are we going to see it in our future we can see by practicing yoga we can stay few hundred years <laughs> but it will be i think very good changes within 50 years or maybe less and you're suggesting that is difficult as a newcomer might size up kriya yoga there should be no reason for anybody to be reluctant about attempting to practice the benefits of kriya yoga actually everybody understands when they are a student and young they understand faster and their teaching style should be little different suppose that a student will come high school then complete style will change and they understand very deep and very quick and they practice discipline very quick what i realize it therefore moment i go to the college oh there is a big crowd and they don't leave they sit hours together i'm telling you in the may month the students were sitting four hours under the sun no shade mm. and those students was not sitting in one hour in the class therefore i realize when it goes to the students youngsters they don't leave it and they become mad behind it they and i difficult then i difficult to hold it then they become very excited about it. very excited and almost maddening effect and can we those of us who are no longer students uh, also learn in a similar way uh, or is it when, hopeless when us? we become child we learn faster <laughs> sometimes when we see we are elderly and grown up we know more the learning style decreases swami shri yogi satyam thank you very very much Namaste Guruji. Are there any special foods that can help to stimulate the brain for learning? Yeah, special food is there to help our brain and that I have explained it. Mostly the food coming from the plants. The food which has reached its maturity, when we get it, then our brain becomes very powerful. When the food which we are eating not reached to the mature stage, and when we are eating that we don't get proper nutrition to our nervous system and whatever i have explained you can get the cd and you can learn it and if suppose that you are not in the class i can revise it for you i can sit separately now i'm little fan for the students if they are there i can give more time very good yeah. yes guruji um in our studies we're being told and trying to learn that we're not our bodies and that the things we perceive with our senses is illusion or maya and and the technique we're learning from you has to do with the illusion yeah. and the body and I, i'm finding a conflict there yeah, i don't know how to resolve I that i explain it very clearly i'm not body through our senses what i see it is it is body therefore i am explaining it it is not body it is conscious consciousness when i say it is body then i say it is not body when we say it is atom it scientists told it is not atom it is conscious energy therefore head to toes what we feel it is not that limited structure this structure is potentially vast and infinite therefore if anybody become realized they find their existence everywhere 
And they see every person everywhere. Therefore, this is not bodies. I, I say the same thing. It is something else. It is not cell and tissue. It is not atom and molecules. It is not bone and muscles. God has become this. It is God who has become all, nothing else. And if uh, something else exists, it means God is not omnipotent. He is not having all power. It means he is having little power. Maybe more, but little less, because plant is also having the power. Then where is the omnipotent concept? If it is God who has become in your existence, then why you are not knowing that you are God? Because God knows how to become a creation to forget it. That also one thing he knows, and how wonderful knowledge he is having. He can become in form of so many things, right? Anybody else have a question? Uh, yes, Miriam, why don't you come over here? Uh, you mentioned the idea of being not, you know, having likes and dislikes, but they should all be the same. Uh, most of us are uncomfortable when we have a dislike. How can we progress from having the experience of a dislike and bringing that to healing? Yeah. This likes and dislike we should practice first within our own head to toes. This our own creation. Concentrate on it. Never practice likes, dislikes. Practice to be with all. When I practice to be with all with myself, then I will learn how to practice with you, having no conflict. And how to practice with the plant, and how to practice with the animal. This is we learn from ourselves. When I walk or stand few hours, then what I feel in my legs, I should love those changes. I should not say it is tiredness. And when I sit for longer period, if I feel something in my body, I should love that also. In all position, in lying, sitting, standing, working, resting, we should learn how to concentrate on head to toes and accept it. Then we learn how to accept everything. Otherwise it's difficult. When try to practice it on external object, then we do in the wrong way. And that creates problem. Sometimes we just do completely a wrong way. Therefore it is advised first practice on the self, then you will get understanding how to do in external universe correctly. You got the point? Oh, Sundar, you seem to have a question over here. Namaste Guruji, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, this is such a wonderful uh, knowledge. Um, the question that I have is, what is the relation between Kundalini and the Kriya Yoga practice? Just as what is water, it is Pani, what is Pani, it is H2O. What is H2O, it is dihydrogen oxide. Kundalini sub is derived from the Hindi language, in Sanskrit language. Kundalini means something which is around in shapes. Snake is there, when snake is not moving and it is in circle, we call it Kundalini, means sleeping condition. When it starts walking, then this is called awakened stage. In our, when knowledge and peace and patience all are in sleeping, we call it Kundalini sleeping. When we realize that knowledge is opening, peace is opening, patience is increasing, then Kundalini is awakened. This is what the simple concept is. Thank you. Um, in class you mentioned that uh, we should worship ego. I'm really confused at that because I, I don't yeah. understand what that means. Could you <laughs> yeah, explain? Correct, therefore, I told Saturday, Sunday, I will explain ego. Someday, but not this day. <laughs> no. okay. Ego means, you know, ego means the God's power, which is demonstrating that I am able to become many. Though I am one, undivided, omnipresent, immortal, but I can, so this illusion, this drama, that I die also, I am taking birth also, I am in different phases, this is called the presentation of the power of God in the form of ego consciousness. Then we must appreciate all faces, therefore we take photograph. Taking photograph and putting it, this is called appreciation, right? We appreciate different flowers, we appreciate different greenery, this is called appreciating ego. 
I always thought ego was our greatest problem. Ego is not problem. Ego is beauty. Why have we been told so frequently, so thoroughly? I don't know why, why they told it. I, have to, I can discuss with them why they told it. <laughs> so we need to change you our see, You see, this is flower, you know. Leaf is having this color, this is all because of ego. Because of ego? Yeah, if there's no the ego. The leaf is having the color of green and yeah, the Yeah, if there's no having. ego, I'll look same. <clears throat> Therefore, visual world, is, it, it loses all beauty without ego. The same consciousness has become hair, eyes, nose, teeth, tongue, and all the sense perception. If suppose that all just disappears, become a lump, only one thing, then there is no beauty of this visual universe. Therefore, ego is very important, but we have to understand it. What is ego? We That's know a very nice subject. Even the question. We know of uh, Scott, our friend here, who's spent over a year with you in your ashram and other Americans who go, and people obviously from all over the world, from Canada especially. Um, do you recommend? Do you advise people who are who are finding that they are taking their spiritual path very seriously, perhaps for the first time? to come to the source, to come to uh, the Ganges in order yeah, to... Yeah, when they come there, because that place is especially blessed by many masters. Mahatar Baba came there under Banyan tree. He, he just uh, honored Yuktesagiri as a Swami. He explained that I'm going to send disciple to you. And he requested to write a book, Holy Science. And many forecasting was done under that tree. And Tulsidas, writer of the Ramayana, just he was there one and a half month under that tree. I think because of that one region, Kriyaga Center is established there. And that tree is still there. And Yeah, it is there. And, and that tree, you can see in the website, it is very beautiful. And therefore, we made that place home for all. And when was this that he was there for one month, Babaji? It is a 18, 1894. Not one month, he came for a few minutes. Oh, for a few he minutes. He can't stay one month. <laughs> He's so busy. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Tulsi Dasji, he stayed one and a half month there. After that, he went to Varansi, then he went to Ayodhya. We have uh, another question over here. Don. Thank you very much. Um, one of the things that I've been working on is judgment, but judgment. Uh, if I have too much judgment, then I've I've controlled too many situations, and by not having judgment, I've, I've eliminated a lot. But I but I still have judgments in order to. Uh, what do I do today? What's the next thing that I should do? And there's so many things that that in this in this material world we have to make a judgment. How do we how do we live with that, or how can we uh, accept the judgments that we have to make. You see, judgment is good for those who are not practicing Kriya Yoga meditation. <laughs> they have to use the trick of judgment, right? If you are practicing Kriya Yoga, then you, then you are having intuition, then judgment is just like as walking. Intuition is like flying. If you are having flight to go from here to India non-stop, are you going to have the horse carrier? You will use the flight, right? Therefore, judgment for all is very good, but not for those who are having a spiritual deep practices. <coughs> they should try more intuitive, a high way of living. That is very fast. Yeah. And I think if I heard correctly, um, the teacher, we have gone to India many times to visit. Sai Baba has actually sent some devotees to Allahabad in order to learn Kriya Yoga at your ashram. Do you receive people from around the world, not just India? Actually, from the Sai Baba Center, many persons are coming from the Russia and other places. Russia. I think he directed them to Allahabad, what I heard. Hmm. Many used to come. And they don't know the English language also, but they come and practice very sincerely. How do they learn? They know little bit English, but in that they practice very deeply. They stay one month, one and a half month, and it is all they ask permission from Sai Baba. I think they uh, just directed you just go there and practice. That's wonderful. We have time for one last question, if anybody has a question. Yes, Marianne. 
You spoke briefly about the difference between the physical heart and then the heart of yoga, or yeah. and you put your hand back here. Could you explain a little bit more detail okay. what you were referring to? Okay. In our brain, the lower part is known as brain stem. Within that, there is a medulla oblongata. Inside medulla oblongata is the center which is called the heart center, respiratory center. That is called the mouth of God, and no surgeon can operate upon it. That is called the nucleus of the, this our body. Therefore, if something happens there, no doctor touches it. And that is the called antenna, that is called the main important place. Therefore, there was tradition in India to tie hair here all the time, so that you can feel it. And you must apply here, burn. And if you can't do that, then I have little bit here, just put it here, not. And this is the real tradition, but they practiced it. And one tradition, you are having long hair, it is very good. Then you tie it, make like rope touching your spine. And that hair is touching your spine, feeling here, then we get automatically thought of serving others. This is what we realize, and when we cut hair, make it very small, immediately we get uh, that person become more restless stage. That's what I experience. Therefore, I request everybody first try to just keep your hair, don't cut it, try to hold it as much as possible. <laughs> Jody. Guruji, can you give us some uh, tips about how to recognize the voice of intuition as opposed to other voices in our head like the voice of fear or the voice of desire? Any voice, any thought which uh, reduces fear is coming from the intuition. Any voice, any advice which teaches us to accept forgiveness increases patience, tolerance, and any advice which is telling that give your comfort to others, give your things to others. If somebody is hungry, first feed him, feed her, then it is coming from the intuition. When it is coming, oh, don't go there, something may happen. Oh, there is ghost or there is bad star. Oh, just try to save it. We don't know tomorrow we'll get or not. This is called the voice of the different ego family. Don't see any other hands up. Guruji, thank you very much. One more yeah. time. And may I ask, is it appropriate for us to ask from you a final blessing? Actually, I'm on the time within you. How can I give you blessing? <laughs> I am merged with you. And if I'm little separate, then I can say, yes, hello, I bless you. I feel complete oneness with you, right? Then I am humble servant. I will do best whatever I can for Allah. <laughs>